2: The following is paid for by the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. Information on the program is intended to solely further the public's general knowledge about the product. Opinions expressed should not be relied upon for any purpose by any member of the audience. News Radio 1020 KDKA does not guarantee the accuracy of any of the information aired on the following
1: program.
0: Hi, this is Father Tom Burke, pastor of St. James Catholic Parish in Swickley. Welcome to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. This show spotlights the important work of Catholic education in our Catholic schools and parish faith formation programs. Catholic Education Plus is brought to you by the generous supporters of Catholic Education, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh in southwestern Pennsylvania. And on this Easter Sunday, joining me this morning is Len Liss. Len is from Holy Apostles Parish in Carrick-Overbrook-Baldwin and Bonaire, my home uh, area of Pittsburgh. Len, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus.
3: Thank you, Father, and happy Easter.
0: Happy Easter. We're focusing uh, this morning morning on the Rite of Christian Initiation Program, which is uh, people coming into the Catholic Church. And we had a beautiful ceremony uh, last night at the Easter Vigil where people who are um, interested in becoming Catholic, they come into the church for the very first time, whether if it's baptism for the very first time or their first Holy Communion or Confirmation. Now, you have an interesting story, Len. You were baptized Catholic, but your sacraments of the other ones came later. Tell us, your journey.
3: ah, uh, yeah, Father, I, I was baptized Catholic and I grew up in a uh, broken home. My mother raised us the best as she could. Mm. Uh, we didn't have no religious background or any religious upbringing, none, none of my brothers made their sacraments and I always felt that there was something missing in my life. Uh, So at the age of 17, I took it upon myself to go up to St. Michael's Church in the south side of Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. and I talked to Father Robert George about me possibly making my Holy Communion. Uh, Father George stated that it's going to be a lot of work and it's a journey ahead, so he told me to come every Monday at 5 p.m. for six months, and I did that. Uh, made my first communion without my mother's knowledge. Uh, actually, she was at there at the communion, but she didn't know that I was taking these classes with Father George.
0: You did this on your own.
3: I did. This was my first adult decision wow. I ever made. You were 17. 17. Uh, upon of graduation, I went to the Navy. I strayed away from the church, uh, kind of sowed my roots Mm -hmm. and I uh, finally settled down met my wife Amy and we tried raising a family Uh, seven years went by without any conception of a child and then I was blessed Uh with my son Lenny and ever since then I actually attended mass
0: you would go to mass with your wife and your son
3: I wanted to be that father figure I wanted to show him that Jesus is in our lives and that I wanted to be a good role model for him. So we attend mass every Sunday at, uh, we, we went from parish to parish and we settled down at uh, Holy apostles parish in Baldwin, which used to be four different churches. Um, It wasn't until Father Steve Kresak came to the parish where my heart started to ignite and I started to yearn for more. I seen all these great changes going on in the parish, and I just didn't know quite what was missing until the Festival of Praise came. When there was a young gentleman by the name of Eli Novak, whom gave his testimony on how he was raised without a father, without religion. And later on in life, he made his sacraments. And right then and there, us, wow, this kid could do this. Well, why can't I? Then a month went by. Then there's another witness, Father Boniface.
0: St. Vincent's. Mm-hmm.
3: He made his sacraments later in life at the age of twenty-one, so mm. it really wasn't the festival of praise, but it was actually God saying to me, "You need to make your sa- You need to make your confirmation." So I addressed the issue to Father Stephen Kreissack, who's our pastor at Holy Apostles Parish, and
0: he's my best friend. <laughs> too, so he's a good guy,
3: and. <laughs> He was probably more excited than I was. And he says, okay, we'll do this. He says, he says, I know, you know, everything, everything that goes on within the church. And I see how you raised your children and both my children served during mass. And he says, we will do this. We'll set it up for your confirmation, a great thing. And I actually had my confirmation at the Festival of Praise with Bishop Zubik. Bishop Zubik Zubik
0: came. He was the guest um, host that evening. He was the guest host. What an honor that was. It was
3: a a great honor.
0: What were you feeling that night when the bishop confirmed you?
3: I was on fire. Really? I was on Mm -hmm. fire, and after Bishop Zubik confirmed me, I gave another witness talk at the same night. It it was beautiful. What a neat story. Oh, thank
0: you. So, as they say, you never stop learning and you never know when God will touch your life, whether if it's a young age or middle aged. you
3: know, you just need to open your heart to, to God. You don't go through the motions. Don't just attend mass, open your heart and let Jesus pour his love into your heart.
0: So there might be somebody out there this morning on this Easter Sunday listening that maybe has been baptized, but never finished the other sacraments that could be them in the future too, right?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Just open your heart to
0: Jesus. Now, let's talk a little bit about Holy Apostles Parish uh, is kind of like um, the blueprint of the Church Alive because the four former parishes, St. Albert the Great and Baldwin, St. Wendelins and Carrick, my home parish, St. Norbert in Overbrook, and St. Basil in Carrick all came together and formed one parish now called Holy Apostles. They're all about maybe two miles apart. And you have any connection because you work there.
3: I I do work there. I am actually the maintenance man. I maintain four churches and one school building.
0: How is that, going from one church to another?
3: It's it's tedious. It's tedious work. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to try to spread the love between each mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. Um, the people, it's nice to meet all the new parishioners that I've never knew existed they before were all neighbors, right? we were all mm-hmm. neighbors but never knew about one another um everything it, it was tough work at first sure. until mm-hmm. you start knowing the lay of the land and you get to start knowing some of the great people within the uh, diocese in the pittsburgh area
0: so what the other parishes are going to be doing very shortly holy apostles is kind of like the leader of that
3: yes um you're still, you will still have your together. way you will have your work cut out for mm-hmm. you it's it's a journey it's a hard journey but if the results are a big reward in the end.
0: And it's not so much just the bricks and mortar, it's the people that it make the It is the, the parish, people that make, make, the, make the, the parish.
3: Absolutely.
0: Neighbors working together.
3: Right now we're doing a combined fish fry. The first mm. time ever with two, we used to have two fish fries. We combined both our recipes
0: to do one fish fry. At one location. At, at, the at the one location. location. and it dinner.
3: And right. it was successful.
0: People came out. I heard you ran out of fish. Several we
3: times. we ran out of fish several times. Our next venture is our festival that will come up, and mm-hmm. that's another joint venture, four parishes pulling into one, four separate churches.
0: And you have a festival of praise coming up, what next week? Right, it's the second yeah, Saturday. Second of Saturday
3: of the month, month okay. April fourteenth. Yes, right
0: next week. And what goes on there?
3: Uh, at the festival of praise, we have contemporary Christian music. With adoration to our Lord Jesus Christ, we get to actually pray in front of our Lord and just look at His glory. And afterwards, we have we have uh, snacks and beverages. Mm-hmm. And people we stay after people stay, stay after talk. we get people from all different communities. Uh, I think the furthest community we have was somebody from Maryland.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I attended one, um, uh, last fall and it was just amazing. I brought a van load down from St James and Swickley, and then we had the Cathedral uh, Festival of Carols, which was just phenomenal. The
3: festival of Carols was phenomenal. Uh, over a thousand people. That was
0: packed. Uh, St Paul Cathedral. Well, it was
3: over. It was probably about two thousand people. Yeah, we ran out of flyers for the Festival Praise. Uh, we printed off a thousand, thinking that was going to be great, and there was no place to sit within standing the standing room only. And actually, we'll be doing Pentecost. Pentecost, the
0: right? The Bishop Zubik wants uh, to have another one too. So I'm sure you'll be there, and I'll be there too. So uh,
3: that'll be a great, great event.
0: How is your wife and your son uh, taking this now that you're part of you're a complete family, so to speak? Now,
3: my son is very proud of me. My wife is ecstatic mm. that I made my confirmation. She wanted me to be the role model for my son and I've stepped up
0: or sure. has it brought you closer together in your marriage?
3: It has brought us closer together in our marriage and it actually brought our family even closer. Mm. We celebrate Jesus together every day in our house. Um, we attend a festival of praise regularly. We attend mass together. We attend all parish functions together
0: your son still serves? My
3: son mm-hmm. and daughter.
0: And daughter, too. And and daughter. you have a whole family doing that.
3: Yes, the so whole family's participating.
0: What a great story, Lynn. Well, thank you, Thank Father. you for sharing that with us on this joyous Easter Sunday morning. Thank you,
3: and happy Easter, happy Father. Happy Easter.
0: And I want to thank Lynn Liss from uh, Holy Apostles Parish in South Pittsburgh for uh, sharing us with that uh, with his story. And we will be back with more Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio.
1: best ways that the church brings young people into a relationship with Jesus while preparing them for life. Catholic schools in the Diocese of Pittsburgh provide spiritual formation that encourages virtue. Academic excellence leads to success in higher education. Gospel values promote respect, compassion, and service. Dedicated teachers integrate faith into every subject. An emphasis is placed on critical thinking skills, problem solving, and decision making. Our schools set in meet high standards for student achievement. We develop each student's unique God-given gifts and encourage them to give back to their communities. All learning and activities are focused on the full development of young people, for the welfare of society, and for building up the kingdom of God. To learn more or find a Catholic school near you, call 412-456-3090 or visit diopit.org.
0: Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke from St. James Parish. And our next guest is Norm Herb White. Norm is from uh, Ambridge, right down the road from me on 65. Oh, yes. And Norm, welcome this morning and happy Easter to happy you. Happy Easter. Lord is risen. Uh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Now, you have an interesting story. Uh, the Pittsburgh Catholic newspaper did a wonderful article about you and your family back on March the 2nd about a whole family entering the church. And I happened to be at the cathedral. At the uh, right of election, oh. and when your whole family was called up, it was like one, two, three. <laughs> they all kept coming up. The Herb White family and I was just amazed. Let's tell, okay. let, tell 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 our listeners this morning your story on how you got into the church with your whole family. Well,
2: my wife was raised Catholic, hmm. Catholic uh, ed- Catholic education well through high school. And when we decided to get married, I was a Protestant. she was Catholic, and she said she wanted to be married in the Catholic Church, so we went to catholic pre Canaan together, and they have this little special program where they teach us Protestants what you guys believe mm-hmm. and so that was a lot of my first introduction to the church of what you really believe, not what I was told by what I was trained grown up as and so we, we went through this, and I learned a lot of really good stuff about the traditions, the apostles, etc. And when we first got married, we made the decision to start going to church together as a family, and she still wanted to attend Mass. And I'm like, well, I'll attend Mass, listen to the sermon like I usually do, and just sit down and wait. And at one moment in the Mass, she went up to get communion, and I was praying there, and God said clearly to me, I am really here, as in, in the host— Eucharist, Eucharist, and that was sort of the for a boy who was brought up in a in a very liberal Protestantism that was a surprise. (laughs) So, and so at that point, as I said, this is twenty four years ago. Little seeds were planted, and over the years, my wife and I have thought: Are we called to be Catholics? Well, as the article points out, I thought, and I do did believe and do believe that I had a call to ministry, and so. Every time we'd come to this question, I'd say, "Well, Lord, if I'm called the Catholic Church, I'm married and I have this call into ordained ministry. I could never square the circle in regards to what I was supposed to do." Um, I was, uh, I became. My wife and I decided to do what, go down the middle road and become Anglicans, which mm-hmm. is very close to Catholic uh, in regards to cel- you know, celebrating the Mass, et cetera. And in fact, I was ordained as a Anglican priest about three years ago. I was celebrating the mass, um, literally picking up the patent about to distribute the host. And God said to me, you don't belong here. And I went, Lord, I'm enjoying what I did. You've called me into this ministry. What do you mean I need to leave? And so my wife and I sat down again and prayed this whole Catholic thing. We need to look at it again and really think do it. And we realized, okay, we need to be faithful. To this thing he's been yelling, telling us to do for 20 years.
0: What <laughs> a story. And then it just happened to be that you mm. came into the church this year at Good Samaritan Parish.
2: Oh yes, um, it has been a blessing. Um, my children have been really enjoying and watching my. I have two eleven year old children who are just fantastic. My my son uh, a couple weeks ago said to me, "Dad, you know the original sin is washed away in baptism." I'm like. just off the top of his head am i going so and they're really enjoying learning things about the rosary about the saints about what it means to the joy and beauty to be a catholic and this is why we are here as a family we'd always decided deb and i that we would always be a one faith family and it has been a blessing watching them get excited about doing this because for me it's been something i'm praying about and i'm excited and now that we've done it, it's wonderful,
0: and especially on Easter Sunday today, oh, yes. as everyone's rejoicing, you and your whole family are rejoicing because you're one. You have something in common oh, now as one oh, family.
2: Oh yes, yeah. and the fact is that I I remember growing up, the um, Catholic Church had always said to us Protestants, "We're here, come home." And that's really what I'm feeling right now. I'm coming home to where we belong as a family, and really that we had not just the six of us, I mean, eight of us together, it's this big family, you know, the old Good Samaritan family. And mm-hmm. now I've been around the diocese, the diocesan family. It's just, you know, I'm from a big family myself. We have this huge family now we are a part of.
0: And a few weeks ago, we were at the St. Paul Cathedral I, for the right of election. Member Bishop Zubik said, we did this two weeks in a row. Yes. And that place was packed. And he said, you're not alone. And it's just overwhelming to look out standing on that altar when you're called up with your whole family and saying, all those people say, wow. We're all in this together. Yeah,
2: I was so amazed. It's like you had the elect. These are just the people being baptized. Mm Then you had candidates like me, and they're like, there are hundreds of us. I'm like, I I thought, oh, there's not many people coming into the Catholic Church. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm a weirdo, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. There's so many people who want and feel and really are yearning to know In all the truth. Ages too. Oh my gosh, yeah. yes. I mean, my four-year, yeah, I just, you know, my four-year-old daughter walked up with me, and then uh, I saw people who had to be, who had to have wheelchairs and had walkers who were doing this, making the same decisions. All walks of life, exactly. Yeah. Young couples, and- exactly. It, it, to me, it was I it, to have that witness, even as somebody who had been wrestling it for twenty years, having that witness and seeing them all do that at the same time was wonderful.
0: Explain what the RCIA program is, uh, so somebody that might be. Another religion or mm-hmm. um, baptized Catholic, but yeah. never had the other sacraments. normally, the classes start after labor day right. at a parish, and right. then you go up until the Easter vigil the
2: Easter vigil, and the thing is that what's wonderful about it is that it's custom for everybody, for instance me i don 't have to have a ton of doctrine i mean <laughs> i'm a trained seminary, and they didn't do that, but they well, I could they... <laughs> teach some classes too <laughs> well, right exactly yeah. but then 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 we had to deal with things like, who is Mary? What does she mm-hmm. mean i don't know what is purgatory. And then so they have a special a special line for me. There's other adults who are going through a different one who don't have that experience. My children have, or have, I have two different sets where the teenagers are doing one set of classes and the 11-year-olds are doing different set of
0: classes. On oh, a children's level. On children's sure. level. And
2: they're mm-hmm. meeting each and every one of us who are, you know, there's, I think 16 of us at Good Samaritan, there are 16 of us at Good Samaritan, each one of us are being met individually. It isn't like it's a cookie cutter. You have to learn this, 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 and this from the catechism, which would be Honestly, probably pretty boring, but right. meeting us and relating to us as people and saying, this is who you are and this is what you need to – we're going to learn so you can enjoy the fullness of being Catholic.
0: And there's so much to learn, and oh. I've <laughs> noticed over the years as a priest for 17 years that – at the vigil going through the mm-hmm. baptisms and the uh, first holy communions mm-hmm. and confirmation they're like oh classes are done we want more mm-hmm. they're like a sponge they just <laughs> want to soak up more knowledge right. and then the mystagogy period after mm-hmm. easter that uh, the rca um, alumni can come back mm-hmm. and learn more about it. and a lot of friendships develop and i see it at st james and my other previous mm-hmm. assignments that that a lot of friendships uh, form after the RCA class ends because then you see them as friends sitting in the pew and becoming lectors and Eucharistic ministers and becoming active in their parish. Right.
2: And you you, you, you have this bond. Uh, when I was sitting for my first reconciliation, the woman next to me and I were sitting there going, I'm really scared. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm really scared. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. And to have that bond of being, you know, Feeling like a fish out of water together, then realizing that the it's okay. And, we're here yeah, yeah. and then mm-hmm. then then just to know that we both uh, we both know that we're about to go meet Jesus and be absolved by him through the person of the priest, it was wonderful and and that was the it, it, in many ways it was sitting next to her it was almost as important as going sitting next to the priest that night for me
0: mm-hmm. Now you've been here in Pittsburgh for twenty some years. So. Um,
2: we came in two thousand two. Yeah, we came, we came to go to Trinity Episcopal School for ministry, mm-hmm. and at the time there was only four of us. So. Now your family has grown. <laughs> yeah, now there now there are eight of us.
0: So, wow, uh, Norm Erbwhite from uh, Good Samaritan Parish in Ambridge. Thank you today for being with us. You're welcome. This week, our Plus segment, we're featuring the annual Easter blessing of families, which will take place this afternoon, Easter Sunday, at two p.m. at St. Paul Cathedral in Oakland. Bishop David Zubik, together with his brothers, auxiliary Bishop William Walterside, and retired auxiliary Bishop William Winter, will welcome families of the Diocese of Pittsburgh to the annual blessing of families at St. Paul Cathedral. All are welcome to the cathedral to receive this special blessing imparted by our bishops as they also take an opportunity to thank the families for the beautiful witness of love and faith that they share with us. You don't have to be Catholic uh, to get a family blessing later on today. That's this afternoon at 2 p.m., Bishop Zubik along with Bishop Walterscheid and Bishop Winter We'll have a blessing of families at St. Paul Cathedral in Oakland at 2 p.m. And as a former parochial vicar at the cathedral, this was always a wonderful time to see families come in and people are dressed up. What a wonderful way to celebrate Easter Sunday, uh, coming together as a family and then receiving a, a wonderful special blessing. From the bishops and you talk with the other uh, families that are there visiting uh, check out the flowers and the beautiful sanctuary of st paul cathedral so that's this afternoon the annual easter blessing of families at 2 p.m at st paul cathedral in oakland on the corner of 5th avenue and Dithrit street right down from the university of pittsburgh bishop zubik bishop walterside and bishop william winter will be there and thank you for listening to catholic education plus and thanks again to our supporters including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. I'm Father Tomberg. Join us again in two weeks at six thirty, right here on KDK Radio.
2: The preceding was paid for by the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. Information on the program was intended to solely further the public's general knowledge about the product. Opinions expressed should not be relied upon for any purpose by any member of the audience. News Radio 1020, KDKA does not guarantee the accuracy of any of the information heard on the preceding program.
1: Helping Catholic parents form the faith of their children is at the heart of Bishop David Zubik's invitation to learn Jesus, love Jesus, and live Jesus children learn the importance of praying to God, caring for the poor, and growing in virtue. Faith Formation focuses on preparing for the sacraments. Inspired by the love of Jesus and His Word, our teachers help young people develop a strong understanding of the Catholic faith. From this foundation, children are welcome into a personal relationship with Jesus and lifelong discipleship. Several Faith Formation models flourish in the Diocese of Pittsburgh. They include traditional instruction, catechesis of the Good Shepherd, family based programs, middle school, teen ministry, and campus ministry. Young people share their unique gifts through service projects and mission trips as they begin to own their faith. To find a parish faith formation program near you, call 412-456-3112 or visit diopit.org.